You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wicked Case Podcast. I am your host, Cool Kyle, and with me, as always, I, you know, I, I got to come up with things because, like, I don't know, man. My peanut butter and my jelly—I don't know. We keep coming up with these things, but sooner or later, we're gonna run out. I, I, I never run out. Never. We're gonna run out. Never run out. We will run out eventually. No. no. Ah, me my, and my, me and my ex-wife used to do that all the time, where I like I had like a list, a preset list of things. And we would, we would write them out, and then I would post something. So, if we were going on, you know, let's say we were going on a car trip somewhere, we Shrek and Docky on a whirlwind adventure, and then it'd be like uh, Scooby and the gang on a mystery or something. Like it would just be, you know. Oh jeez. There's there are plenty of duos out there, and plenty of things you can put together as two that I don't think we'd ever run out. And All right, I'm gonna, be- I'm gonna have to come up with a list then because I can't I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You. You could have said the Anthony Bowens to your to, to your Max Caster. That's one right there. Yeah. It's literally right there, right there on the back of the laptop. On the yeah. back of the laptop. Ah, uh, we'll see. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna try to come up with some eventually. Okay. I'm just. I just. I can't off the top of my you head. I'm not do, like you. You could man. just do random ones too. You could be like, oh, you know, here's the uh, the Martian and my Bergeron, like the yin to my yang. The yin to your. I mean, that sounds a little bit more. You know. Uh, I mean, you you complete me. Okay, sure, but not 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 in a sexual way. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fine. That's fine. And the, completely the, platonic. The, the Brady to your Belichick because you're kind of more of the serious kind of you know guy. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Um, but seeing that's a good segue into what our that's why I did show. it. Oh, okay, that's why I did right. it. So we just finished um, recording. For those of you who need to know, uh, a long long episode a royal rumble worthy episode oh yeah <laughs> that's that it was a hour and 45 minute episode about the royal rumble that's that's a record now yeah we have the longest cumulative time <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing yeah. an episode the royal rumble one wins that yeah that, i don't know if it'll be topped at some point it might be topped but for right now it's going to be the winner for a hot minute <laughs> um no we have um i'm just gonna say this right now we're, we're recording this on a monday and um, it's significantly snowing, fairly significantly snowing outside. Oh yeah, and I'm not looking forward to my drive home. <laughs> you know, I could have done this all weekend where I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere yesterday. It could have snowed all day yesterday. Now hey, I got to go to work tonight, so I, 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 I super you have four wheel drive. You're fine. Yeah, but my tires are still. I need to get new tires. Oh well, you know. Whatever. Tires and brakes. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about football here. Yeah, hey, let's talk about football. Let's make this quick. This will be the shortest episode. It'll be a 10-minute episode. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing us, it won't be. No, it won't be. Um, so we had some playoff games that happened this weekend. Uh, we're going to break them down for you quickly and just give you some of our thoughts. Uh, first off, I'd like to say that all of my teams that I predicted to be in the Final Four are still there, while yours are not. Yeah, yeah. 
that's, that's okay. okay. That's what that, it's all for fun. Hey, you know, you have a better grasp on uh, football than I do. So I just, I mean, the, the that's bills why they are, call the, you the rev. The, the bills are frauds. I mean, it's always, always a bridesmaid and never a bride. So yeah, See, I don't know much about the b- football histories. So. There's a lot of people who think that if the Patriots can get their shit together this year and figure it out, that the Dolphins may not be a great team if they decided to keep Tua because Tua can't stay healthy. And if they don't have Tua, they don't go very far. The Jets mm. are still the Jets until they prove everybody wrong. The Bills seem to be kind of like, you know, I won't say fading, but there's definitely, you know, cracks in the armor. And if the Patriots can figure it out, they, they could win the division next year. I'm just saying, early yeah. speculation, just saying. Anywho, let's get to the games that actually matter. Okay. So uh, 27-20, the Chiefs defeated the Jaguars. Uh, I believe I predicted 31-17, so I wasn't too far off. No. I... Ultimately, what I thought would happen would happen was the Jaguars would keep it close, and then eventually the Chiefs would slowly pull away, which they did very slowly pull away, and the Jaguars made a couple of mental mistakes, and that's what happens when you're kind of a younger team, but Jacksonville is going to be one of those teams that probably sticks around for a while, so as they get better, they're going to be a force to reckon with, and they'll probably rule the AFC South for a while because Houston seems like they're in a bad way, Indianapolis has a lot they need to figure out, and Tennessee is just kind of like they're there, but they're not necessarily like a huge threat. So, yeah, I think eventually with Tennessee, once uh, once the uh, the tank runs low on uh, Derrick Henry they're Yeah, no. Yeah. Unless they've already got something else put in place. No. Yeah. So um, overall, I mean, I'll be honest, I missed a good chunk of the game because I fell asleep <laughs> and Woke up and me and my kiddo were sleeping together and perfectly town sound soundboard. Ah, ah. Why is that a womp womp womp? I was, fell asleep. I so what? I was spending quality time with my son and him and I fell asleep and he fell asleep next to me and I woke up and I was like, oh, we're in the fourth quarter of the game and I thought <laughs> I was actually thought he was asleep on the floor. No, he was asleep next to me, so it's a good thing I didn't throw any stray elbows. Yeah, that's true. So I went to go like reposition myself and I'm like, why is that snoring so close? And I rolled over. I was like, there's a body next to me. <laughs> Hey, four, and that's not what you want to hear. A four-year-old human body that I'm not used to having me next to me. Oh, okay. But it was fine, and I then I picked him up and I put him, I put him down and let him sleep some more. And oh, sleepy he, baby. Yeah. Well, he didn't get to bed till like midnight. So that oh was, wow, that was fun. <laughs> um, but no, from from what I saw of the game though, and I did see some of the highlights. Jacksonville, obviously, like I said, they made it close and they had an opportunity to win, and obviously. Uh, Patty Mahomes, you know, got hurt with the sprained ankle or whatever it was, the high sprain or whatever it is, and he should play on Sunday, but obviously there is a little bit of concern that, you know, those kind of injuries, from what I've heard other players talk about, aren't exactly the, you know, easiest ones to take care of, especially when you're a quarterback and you're known for kind of scrambling around, and it's his plant foot when he throws, so it could be, Mm. it could be tricky. Yeah. Do you have anything to comment about? Not on that, no. Okay, well, moving forward then, we'll just talk about the other game in the AFC, which was the um, the Bills and Bengals game, and I put the scores in the wrong place. <laughs> uh-uh. The Bengals beat the Bills 27-10. to 10. Um, The Bills didn't really look like they were prepared, and they even had DeMar Hamlin, like, in, um, in, um, in the arena. They had him in his own suite with his family. Yeah. It was kind of a snow globe effect going on in Buffalo, and... Cincinnati drove down the field the first two drives and made it look pretty easy. And Buffalo was just not, I don't think, ready. Yeah. And a lot of people had talked about, you know, like Buffalo's a good team, but if 
their defense is a little sus, and if they get exposed by a good team like Cincinnati, they're going to be a hard team. Cincinnati's going to be a hard team to beat, and Buffalo just couldn't. You know, I mean, obviously they they beat New England, which New England hasn't looked great this year, and they didn't play very well against New England, and even against Miami, they had a scare the week before. So, yeah, yeah, and like you said, the whole thing, I the the whole Demar situation might have put a little extra pressure on them, and a little bit, but I I think we're now past like the the weeks that it's happened that like there's no the emotions there, but it's not as emotional as it originally was. Had the Demar thing happened leading into the playoff game. Absolutely. Like the emotion they had going into playing against the Patriots that last week, of course it was off the charts and even leading into the first game against Miami, like there was still, and now that he's there and everything, you know, is kind of, eh, they just, they didn't show up. They didn't make crisp enough passes and you know, they, they were off. And unfortunately with football, you can't be off because if you're off, you're going to be out. And that's what happened to Buffalo. So it's another season gone by where people thought that they were going to make the Super Bowl and they were going to go on a run and they have to figure stuff out because from what it sounds like leading into next year, if Cincinnati goes in to defeat the Chiefs next week in Kansas City, um, Cincinnati has to be considered the A-team of the AFC. Everybody yeah. always puts Kansas City and Buffalo at the top. But if Cincinnati beats Kansas City on the road again and goes to back-to-back Super Bowls, whether they win or lose, heading into next year, the number one team in the AFC, without a shadow of a doubt, should be the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah. And then going from there, probably your Kansas Cities and then your Buffaloes. And then the fourth spot is, you know, and that could be, you know, whoever. Yeah. But, you know, because <clears throat> obviously, you know, you've got the Chargers who keep, you know, choking on and playing their brand of football, unfortunately. And yeah. the Ravens are have a question mark with Lamar Jackson. Is he coming back? Is he not? And New England has question marks and Tennessee has question marks. And, mm. you know, there's maybe two or three teams that have a legitimate chance in the AFC, but you know, and obviously Cincinnati is going to be, you know, Cincinnati's proving to be that team. So that's true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Bengals chiefs will be a rematch of last year, which obviously, you know, Cincinnati went into Kansas city and beat them. There will be no, as Perot said, uh, they interviewed him after the end of the game and they were talking and they were like, yeah. So, you know, what's the, what was the focus and stuff? Obviously everyone's talking about the speculation of having the, um, the neutral site game and, Blah, blah, blah. And they were kind of writing you guys off. And what do you have to say about that? He goes, better get those refunds. <laughs> 58, 50,000 tickets were sold. Yeah. Um, I also heard, too, that they said had that game happened, the neutral site game, that thinking if it went well, the NFL was thinking that starting as soon as next year, they were going to move AFC and NFC championship games to neutral sites and be kind of like a mini Super Bowl, which I don't like that. Like the whole mm. reason I understand kind of from the money aspect what you're doing yeah but if you're a fan of a certain team like you want your you want your game at your home arena right exactly that's what you play the 18 weeks for that's what you play the whole season for to get that playoff game do you think kansas city wants to get and and again with fans fans from kansas city and buffalo do you think they want to travel i mean buffalo fans would have obviously traveled to kansas city yeah but do you want to travel from Kansas City down to Atlanta when you could have just had the game right in your backyard? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's there's an aspect to the playoffs that, you know, you need to have. And one of those is that you play in snow, you play in sleep, you play in hail, you play in whatever you need to play in. That's what makes it difficult. Yeah. I mean, I know some uh, stadiums have domes on them. And-, and that's fine. And those are the, you know, those teams take those particular domes and... It's it's a fair I guess it's a fair advantage. 
That's the whole point. You think as a Patriots fan that I would have wanted to see an AFC Championship game anywhere else but Foxborough if we had the home field advantage? No. Yeah. That's the whole fun of it. You you know, you, you there are teams that, you know, oh, well, you know, warm weather teams don't play particularly well in cold weather because they're not used to it. You know, you miss out on a lot of history doing that. Like, you know, the Ice Bowl and the, um, what other ones are there? The, uh, oh my God, what's the other name called? The Refrigerator? What's it called? The Refrigerator Bowl or... The freezer bowl, ice bowl, the freezer bowl, where mm. it's like minus twenty five with a wind chill of minus forty. That's football. That's cold weather. Like that's yeah, it's what part pe- of the game. That's when you think of football. That's what you think of. You don't think, oh, a nice temperature, you know, controlled dome. No, yeah, no, that's not. No. I mean, that's great if you have it, but you know, if you have it, then great. But if I personally am not a fan of it, I would rather see, you know, my team have to go into a hostile environment and you know watch them. You know, that's that's even that's even a bigger feather in the cap. You go to somebody else's building. Like for years the Packers were like untouchable at Lambeau. You went to in Lambeau to play a playoff game in any you know, in January or whatever, you weren't winning. There yeah. was there was no shot. You were not going into the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field and winning until I believe I think the Falcons were the first team that did it with Michael Vick in the early two thousands or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they beat Brett Favre and everyone was like, Wait a minute, this dome team just went into Atlanta to, to Green Bay and beat the Packers? Like and now, obviously, it's more commonplace, but yeah, you lose an element of that with you know the Super Bowl. And like I said, fans who are season ticket holders aren't going to want to do that. Like that sucks. Yeah. So, but I'm definitely looking forward to Bengals Chiefs. That'll be the second matchup of uh, Championship Week, and the first one will be the NFC one, um, and it will be the Eagles and the Niners who survived. Eagles, <coughs> pardon me. Eagles with a 38-7 victory over the Giants. I think it was kind of. Uh, written in stone that was going to happen. The Eagles were well rested. Giants just didn't, they had a good run and you can't be upset about, you know, the last few seasons and how they didn't make the playoffs. And Daniel Jones kind of looked like dog shit. And now it looks like with Brian Dable as their coach, they're kind of turning it around. So that's, that's good. So, I mean, the Giants should be kind of hovering around in the NFC for a little, for a while. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like when you look at that game, it's like, what do you expect? You're playing a fresh Eagles team. Right, a fresh Eagles team that's been pretty good all year. They have a good defense, and they just and an Eagles team that you know they got up twenty plus points quickly on you, and it's hard to dig out of that hole. I mean, it's been done multiple times this year, but it's not easy to do. Yeah, especially so, when you're not when the, if you look at it, the Eagles team didn't make a ton of mistakes. Right, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, not making mistakes. Yeah, and that's what usually knocks a team off pretty quickly is when they're making mistakes. Yeah. Um, and then Niners Cowboys, a nineteen twelve victory for the uh, Niners over the Cowboys. Um, I mean, you know, I, I I thought the Cowboys played an okay game. They made a couple of obviously mistakes. Granted, you are playing the number one defense in the league, and it was a lot low. It was a lot lower scoring than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, I can tell you this: my DraftKings team suffered miserably this week. <laughs> I don't even think I cracked 90 points this week. It was bad. Oh, wow. It was bad. But it's okay. It's it's all for fun. It's not a big deal. It's not like I put any money on it or anything. But, yeah. um, you know, these are the – when we made the predictions, these are the four teams that I thought that would be there, and they still are. And um, honestly, I mean, I know I picked Chiefs-Eagles, but I think I'd rather see Steel- – I think I'd rather see Steelers-Bengals, yeah. Niners and Bengals, I think that would be mm. – I mean, you know, the, the, the Chiefs – I can't really complain about the Chiefs being there, you know, five or six years in a row. I think it's five years in a row. They've been in the AFC Championship game. The Patriots were in the AFC Championship game like eight years in a row. Yeah. So if that was obviously my team, I wouldn't be complaining about it. But 
Yeah, I don't know when the next time we're going to see the Patriots. You never know. I mean, you. Maybe... I mean, they were fighting this year, but listen, that was one thing they had. They they did fight all year, and if they get the right pieces in place and the right offensive coordinator and everything, don't count them out. I mean, you never know. I mean, football's wild, so yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, if you're if you're just looking at the four teams, I mean, first off, the Niners. Brock Purdy played. He managed the game. The defense pretty much took care of it. Um, Dallas really couldn't get anything going. I want to know what was going on with that last play they had, where they had Ezekiel Elliott as like the uh, the center who got completely blown up by a defender. Mm. Um, and it was just a short little pass. It wasn't a Hail Mary. There wasn't really any time to do a lateral. So I don't really know what Dallas was thinking, but... Trying something, I guess. There's a lot of people that said that Dallas isn't going to succeed until they get rid of Jerry Jones, because Jerry Jones has been the owner for so long, and... Obviously, there was a good situation. You know, when he got the team, they were terrible. Then they won their Super Bowls, and they haven't really been able to do anything since then. I don't think they've even been to the AFC, the NFC Championship game since the mid-'90s. So, uh-huh. you know, as a Cowboys fan, you know, you keep bringing in these names. You know, you have your Romos. You bring in T.O., um, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other names that I'm missing out on, but it's just you're you're not getting the right set. And then even... Let's say even if they, you know, I was watching the game too because they were down by a touchdown. I said, why do I feel like the Niners are going to let the Cowboys score and then the kicker will come out and he'll miss the fucking game tying field goal? <laughs> I feel like though, at the extra point, I feel like though at that point, um, they probably would have just went for two. Yeah. Because at that point, you might as well, right? You might as well just risk it. and If you get it, great. Well, it's it seemed like he had no problem with field goals. The problem was he was missing extra points, which I don't I don't understand the the science behind that, but whatever. Yeah. So, um I don't know, I don't really have a lot to talk about. There's not as many games obviously to talk about. Um I like what the Bengals are doing. The Bengals need to just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Um I obviously they have the, you know, the confidence. They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City last year. So it's not like it's a psychi- psychological thing where they're like, oh, we can't beat this team. Yeah. You pulled it off last year. You can hear the dogs barking. In the back. My ears keep going in and out, so my my right ear keeps going I'm gonna, in and out. Yeah, I'm going to get you a new headset eventually. It's fine. I, it's not a big deal. My This is my wife's headset, and she told me, she said, you know, don't don't let anybody else use my headset. So that's, I had to give you mine. It's fine. That's okay. And I, I didn't realize it had a short in it. It's okay. It's fine. Just don't touch it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm going to predict that I know I have the Eagles and Chiefs winning. I, I think I'm going to go, like I said, I think I want to pick Bengals. I'm, I'm going to obviously keep my prediction, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals won. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that as well. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing really good right now and you know, I mean, the, the, the key in the NFL is, you know, capitalize on other teams, mistakes, limit your mistakes and just play a solid 60 minutes of football and it's usually a pretty good winning formula overall mm. um so yeah eagles and niners kick off the uh the championship weekend on today at three o'clock or three thirty, and then the Bengals and chiefs followed up in kansas city at six thirty, and then in two weeks time we'll be completing our adventure to arizona yeah with the super bowl so that is true and then you have the draft coming up and then you've got um free agency and all that stuff and then before you know it it's summertime and there's training camp and then the season starts all over again and then you get to sit around and yell and scream at your tv for 17 hopefully more than 17 weeks <laughs> and it's just cycle of life just continues over and over again yeah um but yeah. until then you have hockey right i don't 
I don't I don't really have much else to say, honestly. Um I told you it was gonna be a short episode. Yeah. This week. Yeah, very short. What are we even at? Uh twenty minutes. Okay, so I mean we can try to stick out another ten minutes and make oh, of this course. a half hour episode. Our we'll go from our longest episode to our shortest episode. Pretty quickly. So that's all right. Um I mean I don't yeah, I don't really have anything else to Um I, so a little bit about the like with in terms of like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um I know that you have said that you feel if we get a better offensive coordinator, um, that Mac would probably pay, play better. Yeah. Do you think that it's just solely based on that, or do you put any blame on Mac? Um, I place a little bit of blame on Mac, but as they've been talking about on the radio all week, case in point with a uh, former coordinator we had, Bill O'Brien. He's a veteran that's been there for a while. So, like with the guys we have this year with Patricia and Joe Judge, where Belichick was like, "Oh, let's run this." Okay, Mr. Belichick. Yes, of course, Mr. Belichick. And like, you're gonna, you're not gonna piss him off. You're not gonna piss off Bill Belichick. You're yeah. just gonna run whatever he says. As opposed to, you know, um, Bill O'Brien, who Belichick might be like, "Let's run this," and Bill's gonna go. O'Brien will say, "That's not gonna work. We got to run something else. This is a different kind of NFL and league we play in now. That that play is not gonna work." Yeah. So someone, someone that at least commands the respect to be able to kind of not necessarily talk back, but kind of like balance out, balance it out, right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, can then, because Belichick's biggest thing is, is like, I know he wants to try to take care of the whole team, but offense has never really been his strong suit. He's always known as a defensive coach. Yeah. So if you're able to just give the offensive reins to somebody else and let them do their thing, he can do what he does best, which is manage the whole team, but kind of focus a little bit more on the defense. Yeah, that is true. I mean, our defense, though, hasn't really been horrible with the Patriots. They've been pretty decent. No, but I mean, you can always work on improving it, especially if you're going to be losing key pieces. So That's true, yeah. Because who's retiring? Um, Devin McCourty is retiring and Matthew Slater, but he's a special teams guy. Oh, okay. But it's still an important part of the game because it's somebody who's been in the league for so long and knows the ins and outs and the little, you know, tricks and nuances that happen and, you know, for certain plays, you know, you know, oh, if you touch the ball when you, you know, if if you're out of bounds and you touch the ball, it's a flag on the other team Hmm. or just something like that, that maybe somebody who's younger wouldn't necessarily know. You know, uh, not to not to touch the ball at this particular point, or not to make this particular penalty, or whatever. Yeah, so it's somebody who's been around the block a few times that kind of knows, right? Oh, okay, right. Um, I do. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't cool. tell you that Devin McCourty <laughs> did say. I don't know how true it is or not. He said that if Tom Brady decided to come back to Foxborough, that he would run it back and he'd come back next year. <laughs> Really? I'm like, oh, we're going to pull the Bruins in Foxborough. I'll just get the band back together. Get Brady back. Get freaking Edelman back. Get ah, yeah, just No, I don't think Gronk would come back. <laughs> no, you don't think Gronk would come no, back? No, I don't think Gronk would come back. Ah, okay. But if you could get Brady, Edelman, and, and McCourty and be like, listen, let's just do this one more time. One more dance in the sun <laughs> with the Pats. Let's, let's, let's hammer it out. Yeah. Hey, listen, there's a huge opportunity for anybody who wants to, you know, if any free agents looking to come to Foxborough because the Patriots are going to Germany this year for a game. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's considered a home game or a road game. Probably a home game um, if they were announced about it. So I don't know when that'll be. Probably in sometime between September and November. Probably September or October. Okay. I would imagine maybe in October for Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. The yeah. game in Germany. That so, would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> it was very pricey. I entered a oh, yeah. stakes to try to win two tickets. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> I already, Just, pro- I already promised my dad I'd bring him. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That's all right. I, I respect it. Sorry, I, I would do the same thing. Do you even have a passport? No, I don't have a passport. passport. I, I have to renew mine, but 
I have to I, get a passport. But if I win tickets to go to uh, to Gillette's, that's the same to to Germany. With I'm going to bring my dad. Yeah. All right. I'm, I can't be mad at that. I, I would say that if if it was like for a wrestling thing, I would definitely bring you. But okay. if yeah, I mean, if it's for something else, right? I mean, I respect it. Right. So yeah. Um, the other question I was going to ask is is that. Um, so this whole idea of like Brady coming back to the Patriots, mm-hmm. how realistic is that? And do you, I don't personally think it's very realistic. I know Bill and Tom have had their problems. Look at me talking about them on a first name basis. Like I know them <laughs> or something. Hey, you know, Bill and Tom, no big deal. Mm. No, I mean, you know, Brady and Belichick obviously had their run for 20 years and Brady's going to, you know, review everything. I mean, he's got a $300 million plus contract waiting for him to be the, you know, color commentator at Fox. As, as like the A commentator and p- basically probably take over Greg Olson's spot, which by the way, Greg Olson's done a great job, obviously trying to fill in for, you know, the, the legendary duo of, you know, Buck and Aikman, who it, it, I will say it definitely felt weird watching an NFC championship game or NFC divisional game on Fox and not hearing Buck and Aikman call the game because they 100% would have called that game yesterday on um, Sunday, the uh, uh, 49ers and Cowboys game. Absolutely. Yeah. With, with the history of the two teams, Aikman being a former Cowboy quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that they don't, they got the one game, they got the Dallas and Tampa Bay game and now they're pretty much done for the rest of the year. They don't have to worry about. So, cause CBS, mm-hmm. CBS gets um, the AFC championship game. Um, Fox gets the NFC. And then I guess Fox is hosting the Super Bowl. Which means you're going to be hearing more of Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, which I'm fine with. I don't really care. Yeah, they're not, you know, my favorite duo, but it, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I, I, I would like it to be realistic that Tom would come back. If you're giving me a percentage, I would say probably less than like ten percent. Yeah, I'm not going to put it very high because I don't want to be like deemed like. Think about I, it though, when they made that movie that they that um eighty for Brady. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he when he put that uniform on, he had to have looked at it and gone, "Man, I miss this." Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know when the movie was filmed. I mean, it may have been filmed prior to him leaving. I don't know. Uh, could have been, yeah. I mean, he's only been gone for two or three years, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, depending on how relevant it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see where he goes and what he decides to do. Because he, I mean, he's still going through a lot now, and and with his divorce and de- dating a new woman, and well, I don't know if he's worried about dating new women right now. But no, he has a girlfriend now. Oh, does he? Yeah, I, it's a twenty-six-year-old model. Oh, look at you on the pulse of. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did see that of, uh, of football uh, know-how. <laughs> hey, things come up on my TikTok sometimes, you know. Oh, of course they do. I, the, the algorithm puts in sports. Mid-thirties-year-old man on TikTok. <laughs> Hey, it gives you a lot of information. It lets you know what's going on. So you know? does Twitter. Yeah, but Twitter can suck you in. TikTok, I don't feel like it's, I get sucked in as much. I, I watch a little bit on my break. I stop it. I go do work, come back, watch a little bit more. You know, you can scroll through quickly. Just good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but yes, that's that's what I, I mean, I would like to see it, but in the same sense, like you said, I, I feel bad for Mac because, like, he's trying. I, you can tell he's trying. You can tell he's frustrated. Yeah. So, I... I Opening lines, by the way, for these two games. I don't know if they'll change between the time we're filming this or recording this. Oh, my God. And um, Sunday, when today, when the games happen. Uh, Eagles are uh, three-point favorites, and the Chiefs are a one-point favorite. Now, what so, does that mean? <clears throat> it means that... Um, 
the Eagles are three point favorites to win, so they should win by at least three points, and the Chiefs should oh. win by at least one point. Oh, okay. Did the Chiefs? Oh, they did. Oh, oh, interesting. So these two teams have played each other this year, the Chiefs and the Bengals. They played back at week, let's see what week that was. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, so that wasn't too long ago. They played the very beginning of December. Okay. Uh, they played in Cincinnati, and the Bengals won 27-24. Ooh. So. That's, that should be a good game. Yes. Yes, it should. Um, now, as far as I don't think the Eagles play the Niners this year. Uh, no. So this will be the first matchup between these two teams. Okay. So, but you know, it's, listen, these, either way, you know, you had a pretty solid final four. This should both be good games. Any one of these four teams, you know, deserves the right to hold up the Lombardi trophy. I mean, uh, the Bengals, I don't think have ever won the Super Bowl. And the last time they were in it was obviously last year. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs have won it a handful of times, and they were in it just a couple of years ago when they won against the Niners. Mm-hmm. The Niners haven't won since 1994, and they've been in it like two or three times since. Uh, and the Eagles obviously haven't won since they beat the Patriots in 2019, I think, 2018 or 2019. Oh, okay. And the Eagles won their first and they've only their only Super Bowl that they've won. They've been, I think, two or three times though. Huh. But okay, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely should be an interesting. You know, Final Four. You know, well, I mean, I mean you've got you know, I mean, you've got uh, up uh, emerging talents in uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, who we'll see how he does with these, with, with him being injured, and with um, Joe Burrow, and then you've kind of got Brock Purdy that's kind of sitting there, just kind of being like, yeah, I'm here, like, and I mean, that's one of the reasons why I thought I figured Kansas City would figure it out for one game. That's why I had Kansas City beating Cincinnati. But now, obviously, with the Mahomes injury, it's going to make a lot of things very interesting. And yeah. If if Cincinnati gets out to the the quick start that they did last week against Buffalo, I don't know. I don't know if Kansas City is going to be able to, especially with the hobbled Mahomes. Mm. And I, I mean, San Francisco played well, but you could kind of see that Brock Purdy was kind of being a little bit exposed by the Dallas defense because Dallas does have a good defense. Yeah. Philly has an equally good defense, so. That's true. And now they're not playing in the cozy confines of San Francisco. They have to travel to the cold and potential snow of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, that could play a factor. It could play a big factor, which is why I'm, of again, an advocate for um, leaving the NFC and AFC championship games where they are and just letting the Super Bowl be what the, it is. the one neutral site game. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree on that. And I mean, obviously, if a team, you know, somehow makes it into the Super Bowl, they have the last couple of years and they're the home team that's at their home stadium, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I've got for you today, because I, you know, I'm mentally exhausted from the two hours we just did of Royal Rumble content. (laughs) And I didn't have high expectations for this show. Hey, we got to a half hour. That's that's, not bad. That's fine. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Just a quick little 30 minute punch to your day. and Yeah. And just to keep you guys updated on uh, our our you know what how we feel about questions and comments about the the games and um i won't dive in too deep with you know leading into the super bowl but i'll give you you know i'm not going to hit you with stats because that's just going to be boring you can look those up yourself but yeah at least insight on how i think the game's going to be maybe compare like who has the better offense the better defense the better special teams better coaching 
Yeah, and it would be fun too, also to do different things like um for like the commercials and stuff like that, and oh, like prop bets and stuff. Yeah, prop bets, and I'm down for prop bets. I love prop bets. Prop bets are great. Yeah, I think we should make some prop bets on the game. We can 100% make prop bets. I'm down for that for sure. All right, we'll we'll come (laughs) up with the prop bets, and you know we'll uh, we'll figure everything out, hash it out for uh, the next show when we do the the Super Bowl show. Probably be in about a mm, week or so time because it'll be in two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do it like the week before, and and then before you know it, it'll be uh, February. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. We're getting there. <laughs> um. So we are the Wicked Case Podcast. Are we? We are. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts. Deezer. Spotify, I, 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 sir, I haven't even started reading them off yet. Burr, 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 burr. That is. I'm not even going to hit the soundboard on that. That's one. right. You're not going to hit the soundboard on it. Wicked pisser. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify. Uh, Google Podcast, tune in. Deezer. And, okay, now you can say it. And Deezer. You can, you can say it if you want. And Deezer. And wherever you get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube audio only at the moment. Like Deezer. Yes, like Deezer. <laughs> 774-764-9074 is the phone number. And uh, we're pretty excited because the new uh, device I got, we uh, we might be trying to see if we can get some uh, on-air uh, calls we, uh, I have, my device allows me to take calls over the phone to record it into this device. So if you want to talk to us and be a guest on the show, you can literally just call in, P- plan it ahead of time. Don't just be calling my phone every five minutes. <laughs> but if you let me know, hey, I want to be on the show, we, we could probably make that happen. No charge. No charge. No, I mean, if you want to make a $3 donation to the patreon.com forward slash wicked case podcast, you know, you probably have a better chance to get on the show. But again, yeah. At this point, it sounds like people are clamoring to be on the show. So that's true. Yeah, we'll see if we can get some guests. Depending, I mean, you know, now that now that we can do that, maybe try to get the legend on. You know, <laughs> he can talk over the phone. Yeah, get <laughs> mauled by the dogs. I know. Yeah. Um. We uh the email that we have is thewickedks at gmail dot com. So you can email us any questions or anything you got. Um. Our website is www.thewickedks.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. At the Wicked KS. Did I do those on the last show? I don't think you did. I don't think I did. That's why I had to throw it in there. I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember him doing that. Oh, well, people know. If you've listened enough, you know what the spo- what the socials are. Yeah, you know what the socials are. Um, and we are on Patreon. Patreon forward slash the Wicked KS. $3, like we were talking about it before. Um, we're, we're trying to get a bunch of things. Now that we got everything all squared away, we got more opportunity to record. You know, maybe we'll try to put some extra little tidbits and, on Patreon. Any, any money that's donated just goes directly to the show. Like I said, it doesn't go to us, like, buying ourselves food. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, no, it's going to go to getting better things and maybe even eventually having our own studio at some point. Trying to improve the show and, you know, making it a better experience audio-wise for y'all. Yeah, yeah. We're here to make your listening experience fun and exciting. Shout out to all the countries that listen to us, by the way. Yes, I don't know. Do we have the list? Um, I mean, I mean, you know, if, if you've listened enough, you know, Germany, Germany. Norway, uh, Finland, United States, Canada, Mexico, uh, England, Russian Federation, China, uh, Luxembourg, Ireland, Canada, I already said Canada, oh, Okay. uh, <laughs> there's Australia, there's a couple others that I'm missing. And if I missed you, I, uh, I, I, I apologize. 
Yeah. Specifically Germany and Finland, because they listen a lot. And whoever's listening down in Virginia, we appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for (laughs) listening, Virginia. Appreciate it. We love you. Yeah. We love you all. Virginia is for lovers, you know. Yeah. (laughs) It is. That's their their slogan. Virginia is for lovers. I didn't even know they had a slogan. Virginia is for lovers. What is Connecticut's slogan? Uh, welcome to tax Connecticut. That's not tax Massachusetts. <laughs> like mass. No, uh-huh. no, please gamble at our casinos. <laughs> welcome to Connecticut. The wonder of it all. <laughs> Connecticut. Let's have some fun under the sun where the wonder of it all happens in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, geez. You're either. Hey, listen, you're either gambling in the casinos or depending on what part of Connecticut you're in, you're gambling with your life. Uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Or you're at a beach. At the beach. Yeah. The beach. Yeah. I don't go I don't do beaches. Beaches aren't my thing. Okay. Life's a beach. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah. Thanks that for note. listening to our episode. We are the Wicked Case Podcast. We are. Peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked Bezza.